Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Wednesday. It's hump day, ladies and gentlemen. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci. And, of course, it's A5. Anthony behind the glass here at Chop Studios. Uh, almost doom and gloom yesterday around the, the drive home. We're baseball fans here as well, big baseball fans. And, um, you know, we got the John Heyman report and oh, then the goodness. unreport. Boy, is he getting dragged on Twitter. I <laughs> so, didn't really, like, it was Arson Judge, right? The whole time arson I was judge thinking, was I was the, like, yes. when's Aaron going to sign? Because <laughs> I'm waiting on the Aaron Judge news, but no. That not a good rough. look for Mr. Heyman. We have life. Still I have video. There's now. video footage of him just like moseying around the hotel lobby, and the, the the caption was like the loneliest man on the planet right now, bro. You can't do that, all right, so journalist. Like you're the guy. I you're will say him this. And I, fully, I fully expect. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of um, Heyman by any stretch. Okay. Right. But I do think Aaron Judge is going to hit up Heyman when he does make his decision and let Heyman break it. In like true Aaron Judge fashion. We're oh, so gonna, class, class, class. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. That's what I expect. But we'll yeah. see. Yeah, you we know, will see. I wonder if Heyman's dragged Judge in the past. If so, maybe not. We will see. He's got receipts. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Uh, yesterday, also some news broke right before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Is that we thought for sure? We thought for sure there'd be no teams in the history of teams to claim Baker Mayfield. Oof. But it seems like the Los Angeles Rams. Want to get involved with Baker Mayfield. Can I, can I make my prediction? Sure can. They have no interest in winning football games. The Rams are smart because... I think team, I read this comment, but go ahead. If a team signs Baker in the offseason, the Rams will receive a compensatory pick. They that don't is, have any picks. They need picks. So Baker Mayfield coming in, you know, we're going to lose anyway. Might as well let him get beat up a little bit behind that, there's rumors that offensive line. There's rumors that he's going to uh, start tomorrow. What did I say? Did, did like, I just say the Rams don't have any interest in winning football games? <laughs> you did say that. I'm I checking mean, real quick of the yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like it's disrespectful it did, it did to any up. quarterback that's been there all year long to bring in Baker to start, where it's like Baker can't even beat out Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker. Baker's up 4%, went up a buck yesterday. So the market is dictating that he could potentially catch on here. Uh, he's going to so wear Baker's, number 17. Baker's he's changed up, his whole life. He's up 4%. So all that I see right there is like there's 4% out there for the taking. If anybody wants some of that 4%, <laughs> just go out there and short Baker. You'll get it right back. Yeah, that's uh, it, it'll be interesting if he goes out there and starts slinging the ball all over the place. I mean, look, he knows the route tree. I think <laughs> it's like I, I did hear a quote this morning saying that like Baker May, like they were like yeah Baker Mayfield might start on Thursday and I was like oh that that's interesting and then he goes wait a minute he's like Baker Mayfield stinks when he knows the playbook <laughs> he's like how do you think he's gonna do when he doesn't Bro, know the playbook just think about like, guys like Jalen Ramsey in the locker room there is <sighs> no respect given there none <laughs> whatsoever so... none it, it, one team that won't be in the playoffs is the LA Rams but today. We want to give you a little bit of an insight as to guys that you should probably invest in right now before the playoff push. It's playoff season, so let's do it, right? I mean, there's my boy Jim Mora. It's one of the most iconic things of all time. Playoffs, it's happening right now. We're weeks away, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to start with Chris in the AFC. He's traveling over there, and you're going to go with your boy Joey B. Yeah, Joey B. So Joe Burrow, he's... He's given Macaulay Culkin as an adult, but he's serving up bombs to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and company. This guy hasn't lost a playoff game outside of the Super Bowl since 2014, and there has been none in December. I looked this up, right? This guy, none. none. He's never lost <laughs> That's in December. Incredible. So Joe oh Burrow, God. 
called the the playoff loss in high school and some fateful night in 2014 the hands down the worst night of his life and that was prior to the Super Bowl game last year so the article is a little dated but and back in high school he was still you know fighting off Marvin Harry Marvin the Harry bandit. you know <laughs> so. not only not only once but twice twice right and, so. and that lost in New York how do you how do you lose Joe Burrow in New York I have no idea yeah so look Joe Burrow we all we talked about him a little bit briefly he's three and0 against the Chiefs mm-hmm. right so Kryptonite. if he does run into the the Kansas City Chiefs in the postseason you got to give the advantage to Joe Burrow right? Yes. Pat Mahomes has only lost like four games in the postseason ever, mm-hmm. and three, two of them have been, or I shouldn't say postseason ever, in December on ever, and two of them were to Joe Burrow. I mean, this Something's guy's got his give. number. I left Pat Mahomes out of my AFC rankings today because I feel like if he runs into the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, there's just one and done for the Chiefs. I know that that sounds crazy. Um, that, but keep in mind, the, the only reason why we're investing in these players is opportunity. Like, if you if you take number one as your Joe Burrow, you think the Cincinnati Bengals might go on a little bit of a run ski here. Yeah, and I want to point out something. I know it's to my right, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you could point this to the way, left on the me. screen. So, <laughs> pointing over here, uh-huh. um, looking at Joe Burrow's chart from last year, that's his one year chart. At this time last year, you could see what started to happen with Joey B. Yeah. Right? And I mean, maybe we're one week late because I think it started a week ago. Mm-hmm. But Joe Burrow is on his on the upward trajectory, and until I see him fail and fall flat at this point in the season, I got to ride Joe Burrow down the stretch every year going forward until he proves me otherwise. Joe Cool for a reason. Joe Burrow got to go long on him. He's got a what multiplier? A, a ten time for yeah, a young he's, guy. He's a big boy. Price yeah. where he's at. You're looking at quarterbacks like Pat Mahomes, um, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers that are up in the 100 club. Joe Burrow, after this postseason, could very well find himself there. Yeah. Well, Joe Burrow's your first guy, but going along with Burrow, sticking with you in the AFC is his Robin to the Batman, right? I mean, like, it's Jamar Chase. So it's Jamar Chase. I mean, everything I've just said about Joe Burrow outside of the Macaulay Culkin vibes, (laughs) um, you could say the same thing about Jamar Chase. The offense is just so much more dangerous with him in, and they were playing really well without him. You add Jamar Chase to the mix. This team is going to win some games, and they're the last team that anybody in the postseason wants to run into, I could promise you, the way their pass rush got going. And we're talking about – we all know the talent on these guys. It's who's going to make a deep run in the playoffs and get some extra games to bank some value here and potentially chase after that Super Bowl bonus. No pun. I think the, I think the Bengals are really in a prime position last – then very similar to the where they were last year where they're, they're kind of under the radar a little bit. They're starting to sneak up on some teams, and, I mean, there's value here. I know Jamar Chase is very high in the receiver rankings, but I still find value because – it's between him and Jefferson as the best receivers in football, and I think he's going to make a deeper playoff run more consistently than a guy like Jefferson on the bum Vikings. Yeah, no, That's my bias coming out. Yeah, a little bit. All right, switching over to the NFC, my first two. I'm going to go back-to-back because of the same situation that you just did. Uh, my first guy is Jalen Hurts. Now, it pains me to say that as a Cowboys fan, I don't want to see Jalen Hurts go anywhere. But truth be told, the Lions are the Lions. The Eagles are rolling right now, and they just there's no stop in sight. Um, he's you know fifty eight dollars and seventy cents. So yes, he's still a little undervalued. He's up fifty five percent since week one. So this guy is going absolutely nuts. He's got a ten time multiplier. He's made me more money than I can count at this point. I am swimming in it because of Jalen Hurts. Um, he's got immediate and long term success. The Eagles actually have a chance to officially clinch the playoff berth this week with a win over the Giants or a couple losses outside of that. But they're going to go on a run, whether they're the one seed or the five seed. Which again, I'm just 
hanging out, dangling some hope out there for the NFC East title for the Cowboys, but I don't know. It's looking a little grim. I mean, it it all depends on this week, actually. I'm I'm a big Giants guy this week. Let's go Giants. It depends on a lot of weeks, but yes. (laughs) Even Anthony was like, oh, what'd you say over there? Let's go Giants. The NFC East right now is they're all still got to play each other a bunch, it seems like. Uh, Yeah, the Eagles. Yes, they they did this all at the back end. It's like the schedule makers know what they're doing in December. Yeah, but honestly, when I looked at the schedule in the beginning of the season, I was like, none of these games are going to matter. All these teams are going to stink. The Giants, if you're, listen, I, I saw this on a, uh, a colleague's show uh, yesterday while recording it. And he said, you know, it's been a long time since you were able to hang your Christmas decorations and get ready for a Giants meaningful game in December. So the fact that the Giants are hanging around, God bless. Uh, but hey, there's a potential for a really good week down the stretch here with, with Jalen Hurts if he ends up getting that MVP award, playing yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so get involved right now. Now, to the Batman-Robin debate uh, with, with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, my Robin is A.J. Brown. So A.J. Brown, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys heard the news yesterday, but the Titans fired their GM midseason right off the bat, which is very alarming. I want to say that there was some other internal stuff going on because who does that? Just so we're clear, though, A.J. Brown is Batman. Um, Jalen Hurts is Alfred. Oh, okay. And he's Devontae a Butler Smith now. is Robin. Okay. No, this is like actual. Oh, he's a- does he call like himself Alfred? AJ Brown is Batman. That's his nickname. Like that's what his his thing is. Really? Yeah. And why did I miss and this? There, there was definitely a thing this year. So I was like, oh wait, Dave, is he trying to play off that, or is this just completely random? No, I swear, completely I just completely random. random. That's funny. But uh, yeah, where did AJ I write Brown that? Batman. Where did I write that? I wrote down Batman and Robin. I just don't know where. It's just Batman <laughs> and Robin. But anyway, oh yeah, look, yeah. look, see, if he's Robin, Jalen Hurts is Batman. <laughs> So I got so, it wrong. He's a he's a butler now all of a sudden. But AJ Brown uh, is obviously doing wonders. He's up twelve percent since week one. Um, you're gonna get at least one playoff game out of him, if not two. He's ten bucks cheaper than Jay Jetta, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. So on the market, like AJ Brown has had himself a phenomenal year. When you look at his stats for, for the season, he is just absolutely slaughtering it right now. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is doing his thing, but A.J. Brown is averaging 79 yards a game, which, again, is pretty darn good. He's on 96 targets, 61 catches, almost 1,000 yards, and nine touchdowns already. So A.J. Brown is doing wonders for the Eagles, and he is my go-to guy to invest in right now because, again, they're going to get a playoff game. It's going to be a home playoff game. And again, if they win and they're the one seed, guess what? That's two playoff games at home. So A.J. Brown is the way to go. So switching on over to probably what we've decided is the most undervalued quarterback on the mojo market, and that's our boy Tua. Yeah. Look, I feel like the Dolphins are a team that could really also make some noise. I I think it depends really how they fare the rest of the way and what happens with Buffalo. If Miami could sneak sneak this division – and turn Buffalo into a wild card team and not have to go up north and keep, keep some playoff games down south and at six home. feet of snow. <laughs> I know that it you're not really looking for an advantage by playing in Miami in December and January, and there's really is none, other than the fact that you don't have to go travel north and bring your guys into right. the pit, the, the right, pit right, of right. hell in Buffalo or, or even Foxborough, which I doubt is going to be a, a place this year. So Miami winning a couple playoff games and keeping that that offense on that track the way they do receivers on the outside. I just, the success that they've had, we all look at them as a, a playoff team regardless at this point, right? We could establish that, that the Dolphins are a playoff yeah, team Yeah, yeah, it's just a matter of when they clinch a spot. Not, not and so much the captain of the ship is Tua. We've talked at length about how he's the probably the most undervalued player in the Mojo market. That's going to change very soon. If they get They're a gonna playoff win. <laughs> They're going to catch on, yeah. If not, it, it, I mean, they. it might happen before the playoffs. It, I, I can't see him... 
failing looking at their schedule they have a pretty he had a, hard, he went, it was a rough go at it last week and i lost some money being an investor into a heavy investor into it but you know what you, you hold on to that because but you're you not don't worried hold about down him. those receivers for too long that was the the best defense in football arguably right now that they had to go up against right. last week so you're not going to light it up every week and i know the defenses get tougher as as it gets closer to the end of the year and the playoff time but we were talking about it it's just even if he doesn't play well, he just gets into the postseason. I feel like two is still the biggest buy in the mojo market, not just for the postseason, but going into next year, the way they have it established. And guys, guess what? Tua got hurt in the last three plays of that game. So all you <laughs> Miami Dolphins fans that were been celebrating, look, Tua's undefeated. The Dolphins are undefeated in games that Tua starts and finishes. Guess what? He didn't take those final snaps last week. So the Miami Dolphins the are still stands. undefeated yes. in games that Tua starts and finishes this season, of course. There you go. So Tua's your guy. Tua's the guy. Jay Jetta is my guy next. Justin Jefferson. Now, the Minnesota Vikings are going to find themselves as the two seed. It seems to be locked up. They're going to win a couple more games and get that done, right? So they're going to be in there. His tw- his uh, He's up 14% since week one. 10-time multiplier. That's easy money right there to me. Long-term investment. There's This is the guy that you buy stock however much you want to spend, and you just hold on to it for the rest of his life because any expectations he will he will exceed, no matter what. Je- Jefferson is the best receiver in football right now. Um, again, think about his first-round matchup. It's going to be either, either against the Commanders, the Giants, or the Seahawks. I love that matchup for the for the Vikings. But even going forward, that, that road there – He's got another favorable matchup this week against against Detroit. So it's like this is the kind of guy you want to lock up long-term. And this is Justin Jefferson, 127 targets. This guy is fed. Um, 88 receptions, 1,277 yards. We're talking about A.J. Brown having a phenomenal year at 950 yards. This guy's got 1,277 yards and six touchdowns. Jay Jetta is my go-long, stay-long, multiplier, all that stuff. This is the guy, the premier receiver of the NFL and specifically the Mojo market. Now, you have a little bit of a, a, a curveball curve ball. Curve ball here. I would say a curveball because this is, again, if you've been following the show, you've heard me talk glowingly about this player. He's a hammer, Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah. And I know that we were – I just talked about two Bengals, and now I'm talking about my fourth player, and it's a second Dolphin. So I'm keeping it where I think – I think these two teams have are, are undervalued a little bit right now because everybody's still riding on the Bills and the Chiefs, and rightfully so. But the, I think that these two teams have a chance to play each other in the AFC Championship, and that being the Dolphins and the Bengals. A little bit of a sprinkle action on both those two teams to win the Super Bowl. Just saying. Um, that's where I'm at. But I told you Jeff Wilson's going to have double-digit touchdowns this year. Going to be tough because, you know, he ha- only has one since then. But I still feel like down the stretch, the Dolphins are going to have to run the football against some of these teams if they're going to want to establish Super themselves. cheap, man. Super cheap, I'm looking at it. Like, if he's getting the amount of carries that he's getting every game, this is a very, very big value value play right now. Yeah, and I know McDaniels is committed to wanting to establish the run. He's just been throwing the football because that's what teams that's what his their that's where they have their weapons right now. But they just got Jeff Wilson at the deadline, and I know Raheem Mostert is also a, a Mike Mc, a McDaniel's guy, but they're different types of backs. I think Jeff Wilson lends more towards the okay, we're going to smash it now uh, in between the tackles. And he's less of a breakaway guy, but he does have that speed to, to pop one, too. Very good spot to be in with those guys on the outside. There's no way they could stack the box against the Dolphins. He's not going to run into the San Francisco 49ers every week. And if you're looking at the top teams in the AFC, really it's just the Bills that, that stops the run well. Everybody else has holes on their defense. The Chiefs are not good defensively. I would say the Bengals 
you know, they're, the hit, they're touch and go. On. That's really they're it. touch and go, though. Like, the Bengals have had issues defensively, but they've also played well at times. Inconsistent, but I'll say good, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. But they're definitely not stopping the run as well as uh, they could. I think there's going to be openings if Jeff Wilson gets against them, some of these teams in the playoffs. Who's the best st- run-stopping team in the AFC right now? You said it. I think it's t- I think it's Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. So Baltimore. They're okay. They, they, they're all right, too. Um, all right. You take a running back. I'll take another running back. How about that? I'm going to go with my boy, playmaker TP, Tony Pollard. All right. This is, uh, you know, obviously the play for me is I think that Zeke is the, the guy that will get the touchdowns, right? But it just seems to be different now, man. It just seems to be different. Tony Pollard is super cheap still. $13.08 is his share price. He's up 14% since week one. He's got a five-time multiplier available on him. That's the guy you want to definitely invest, invest in when it comes to the Cowboys rushing attack. Now, he's got on the year... 148 rush attempts, 852 yards, eight touchdowns. The biggest thing here is the 36 targets out of the backfield for 25 catches, 259 yards, and two house crawls. Tony Pollard has been steamrolling, okay? And now, with the chance for the Cowboys to potentially play even more games, like if the Cowboys land the five seed, right, which the trajectory is showing that that's more than likely scenario, He'll have a wild card game. He'll have another game on the road. If the Cowboys do something they haven't done since 96 and make it to the NFC title game, that's three playoff games for this guy to eat in the playoffs. And I, I truly believe that the Cowboys are set up for success. Obviously, their defense is all world. And I think that's a big part of all this, controlling the clock, game management. Zeke is the hammer. He'll go in there and knock you out for a second. But the finesse out of Tony Pollard, the price that he's sharing right now, it just seems to me that this is a absolute buy-in for the playoff run and going forward because, look, the Cowboys are in a situation right now where next year they see the price for Ezekiel Elliott. They understand the contracts they got to pay out. They don't want to let Tony Pollard go. If they do, he will be paid somewhere. Somewhere will overpay him to be the bell cow, even though we're not aware if he can do that or not. Do I think he could do it? He reminds me of Alvin Kamara. And right now, Alvin Kamara is struggling, but Alvin Kamara at one point was one of these big guys that you're just like, oh man, I need to have Alvin Kamara either in your portfolio or on your fantasy team or whatever. Pollard is that guy. I I, I wholeheartedly am in on Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony Pollard's way better than Zeke. He's trying to fire me up here on yeah. a Wednesday. Oh, he right, he listen, is. he's a much better buy than Zeke is at this point in the I'll Mojo go with market. That. We, we could all I'm establish fine with that, that fact. Uh, yeah, Tony Pollard's got some bright days ahead of him. I don't know that we talked about this a couple times. Kamara is a fairly good comparison. Maybe not as explosive as Alvin Kamara was in his when he hit the league by storm, mm-hmm. but. He's a very similar type player where I think he needs another back in town to keep him healthy and upright. And right now they have a really good situation with Zeke. They're both the Cowboys are averaging over five yards per carry as a team. So they put two twenty on the ground Zeke, yesterday. Either way you look at it, um, Zeke's ago. presence I think allows for Tony Pollard to be a little bit better. So yeah, I'm in on Tony Pollard as well. Definitely shorting Zeke though. <laughs> This guy, this guy, he just, he likes to, <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, how about Mr. Captain Obvious uh, as your fifth guy? <laughs> why yeah. don't you go, why don't you go pick out a chief while you're at it? Yeah. I mean, you could take your pick at either Mahomes or Kelsey and long-term, I feel like you're going to be in good shape. Yeah. Uh, I don't really want to invest in Pat Mahomes and we've talked about the, the high-end quarterbacks. The reason why is because he's just so high and even with the multipliers, there's, I, I like Tua's. I like Joe Burrow's. So yeah. it's not that I'm not in on quarterbacks. It's just 
you know, it's hard for me to go after the top guy. When I'm when I'm stinky, Justin Herbert was your first guy, but he wasn't the top quarterback. Yeah. Look, so when <laughs> I'm stinky rich and I'm gonna drop like a mill in the Mojo market because that day <laughs> is coming, right? And then I could get my one. It's like my bank account. Patrick Mahomes will be my bank account in Mojo market, right? <laughs> my savings account. Your bankroll, yeah. But Travis Kelsey, I don't know that he's gonna last 25 years like Mahomes is going to probably because quarterbacks don't get touched. But True. he did. Look what he's done this year alone, right? Look at Kelsey. Look at look at the value that he's gained this year alone. In one year, he's gone up five dollars seventy nine cents, twenty seven percent, and he was already the number one tight end. That's true. Right? He's just I don't know. It I don't know how much more room there is for growth, but with a ten time multiplier, and if you would have ten time multiplied Kelsey going into this season right now, you'd be up handsomely, right? You'd be in a really good spot. Seventy seven catches, nine hundred and sixty eight yards as a tight end. And it's I know I just, talk, I just talk glowingly about how I think there's going to be a team like the Bengals or the, the Dolphins to upset some of these powerhouses out in the AFC. Um, I don't think it's going to matter because Kelsey will probably have 13 catches in the two games that he does play in regardless. Yeah. Bro, he's got 12 touchdowns this year already. 12. 12 touchdowns. He's on pace for at least 15 for the rest of the year. You would think even more than that. Yeah, more. we got four games I mean, to go, five games said, to go. He has two games with three or more. That's true. I <laughs> remember that. That was one faithful night. Yeah. So yeah, Travis Kelsey. As much as I don't like the guy, and oh, he, really, you're out of your he bothers me off the field. He's oh, just like, he's the coolest dude in the world. His brother can. I bet you he was mean. Bent, he, was, <laughs> he looks like he was mean to people in high school. He was a bully. Yeah. Travis Kelsey was a bully, and JJ Watt was what? like the anti-bully. They probably fought. <laughs> uh, JJ Watt was trying to like protect somebody in gym, and so Travis Kelsey was like definitely a bully. That's that's my take. Wow. Hey, I'm not. Look, that's a joke, right? <laughs> I have no idea if Travis Kelsey was a bully or not, but he's gonna get a phone call tomorrow from way. Travis Kelsey. Like, hey man, can we talk? <laughs> like, can we? Can I explain to you what happened to me in high school? Uh, anyway, so get in on professional athlete Kelsey. Don't invest in high school Kelsey because he clearly no, he was, was a jerk. No, he was very dominant in high school. I would imagine <laughs> just, he's six three. He probably also started center for yeah. his high school basketball team, dunking on people. <laughs> right. Bully. Would you? <laughs> totally. I'm going to take a, a deep shot here, okay? I know that you took one. I think your deepest shot was on Jeff Wilson Jr., right? Mine's going to be on a San Francisco 49er, and I know that the, the world is up in arms right now with the 49ers not knowing what's what. And if you think I'm going to say Brock Purdy, you're dead wrong, okay? I think he's going to be serviceable. But my guy is Brandon Ayuk. Now, I know that Debo's the guy, and they, they invest in Christian McCaffrey, and Kittle's great underneath, and... They have these other weapons. The, uh, the running attack took a little bit of a hit with uh, Eli Mitchell going down. But I'm looking at Brandon Ayuk right now. He's up 11% since week one. He's undervalued. He's sandwiched right now. Just think about the value of Brandon Ayuk and what you've seen every week out of him. He's in between Sammy Watkins and a very down year for Deontay Johnson. He's playing way above those guys, I think. you know. And Brock Purdy, he's not going to... Nobody knows what he's going to do. I think Brock Purdy's the perfect quarterback. I, I, right. I don't know what he's going to do, but he might be looking underneath a lot. And Brandon Ayuk can do both. He can stretch the field, and he can run those drags and those slants. We've seen it. We've seen him. How many house calls of, like, 50-plus? Brandon Ayuk is that dude. It's a 20-year anniversary, uh, anniversary of Rich Gannon winning his MVP award. Rich Gannon, I don't think, threw the ball further than four yards down the <laughs> right. field the entire so, season that year. So, Jerry Rice, Tim Brown, Charlie Garner. 
that offense looks very similar. Charlie to Gardner, right you're now you're taking me back. Oh, bro. Charlie Gardner was a he was stud. so good. That was taking me back. Even Eagles, Charlie Gardner. I know. Good. I didn't like him then, but yeah, he's great. Great guy. Um, he's got seven games with seven or more targets. So clearly, no matter who the quarterback is, because we've dealt with Trey Lance and we've also dealt with Jimmy G, and now you got Brock Purdy. Seven games with seven or more targets. Two. Two multi-touchdown games. So this guy can find the end zone. This guy's my diamond in the rough. You're going to find out that he's going to get more than likely. I'm, I can't make predictions based off the fact that they just lost their starting quarterback. But if he's in the playoffs and they host a game, they could probably win that game with Brock Purdy. So you might get two games out of Brandon Ayuk, and you're going to get this backstretch run with Brock Purdy. I like Ayuk. I think he's super-duper cheap. I think the multiplier is available for him. Take <laughs> a just, shot. Did you just predict Brock Purdy beating the Cowboys? That's not going to be the matchup. That's not going to be the matchup. Don't you put round. that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. That is not going to be that. Right? No, you I heard that. No, I did. First, he said Brock Purdy, and then they're probably going to win a game in the first round. Would that surprise you at all? No, 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 no. It would surprise me if they lost to the Cowboys in the first round. I've told you that day one. I remember it might have even been on this show. It might have been on our first week. I said, oh, you're going to lose to the 49ers in the first round of the playoffs. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right? For the first time in my life, people are talking about Super Bowl aspirations since 96. That I'm tired of it. I've been on so many shows talking about the Cowboys where I've heard, this team is special. Could we ha pump it? Could we talk since we're on the Cowboys and um, Odell? Oh, yeah. Well, that didn't work out now, did it? Uh, well, apparently, well, but, no. What I said yesterday is 100% true. It's like there, there's rumors that Odell isn't ready. He's not ready. And he's just playing games at this point. Hey, he's not ready. Um, he mooched Jerry Jones for courtside seats. Uh, they had a hangout. The Cowboys media, look, they made it a spectacle. They Bro, always do. Welcome to Dallas. I, I just don't understand how... Did you hear a, anything about what they did when he was few, in New York? There's a few. No, that's no New York nightlife. Nothing, right? They, they didn't hear anything, that's, and that's how it should be. And then you hear Buffalo. I think you want to the know most why? you heard was Von Miller. They're like, oh, he's not leaving, why. and they probably told him to shut his mouth. After but here's that. Jerry Jones like, like dude, oh, shut baby. your mouth. We have no idea. We don't. We might not even sign him. We he's not even healthy. Shut up, right? And then Jerry Jones parading him around town, and and it's like I feel like what if he does sign with the Giants? Then you have like footage of like a week ago. Cowboys Nation at a Mavericks game chanting OBJ. <laughs> you know, I feel like there's if I'm a little the sound bit of guy, if I feel I'm like the sound a little guy bit of a York, work going on here. If I'm if I'm the sound guy at New York and I'm the stadium operator and I play all the like it's the, gonna, oh, that's another Giants first out, right? If I'm that guy, I'm playing the OBJ chant by, oh, from that game yeah, it'll be, as a sound effect. Just rub it in. Listen, he's not ready, clearly. They're saying that his contributions could start maybe January. Any team that signs him right now. Do you think you can insert an OBJ in January? He's just automatically going to turn on. The Cowboys know they wanted to make a move for this year. This year is the year to strike. Can I make a prediction? And I don't think it happens. I don't know that Odell signs with anybody this That's year. That's what it seems to be. It seems to be he's got all these visits and these, these things that he's doing, and everybody's coming to find out, like, so how's the knee? And then Odell, in a meeting, Bro, is probably it's, saying, it's, eh. it's tough. It's tough when you're a free agent and you have coming off a knee surgery, and they're like, oh, okay, go run some routes. Think about this. And then this. he's like, no. Think about this, right? Think about this. Michael Gallup. Short Odell. Ready for this? Michael Gallup, all right, Chris Godwin. Both tore their ACLs last year. It's week 14 in the NFL, and they're just coming into their own, literally like playing old school, Michael Gallup, go up and get it. Chris Godwin underneath making moves, right? It took 14 weeks of an NFL season to get these guys right. Do you really think Odell is that much of a generational talent where he could just step in and be like, yo, throw me the ball, I'm good? Like, no. No, he's not. Also, it's the same knee that he already had surgically repaired. So Twice! We, no, yeah. Twice!
So look, I, well, if you yes, we'll if you want to sign him, Dallas, you can next year when it makes sense. Because right now it doesn't make sense. If you're going to throw a big wad of money, apparently a, the, the contract was structured, or at least people were talking rumblings that I read was that he wanted money now, like he needs it now. I'm not saying he's broke by any stretch, based off of you know the, the stuff you saw him wearing the other day, which was just all just decked out and everything. But like the guy wants money immediately, and Jerry was trying to insert like. Sure, I'll give you that, but uh, can you sign this waiver saying if you get hurt within the first four plays of the season that we get our money back? Like, there's no guarantees in the NFL when it comes to salary unless you get a guaranteed salary. He probably was looking for a fat paycheck right now, and Jerry Jones, for the first time maybe ever, made the logical GM decision to say no. It's not even about a lot. It's like Jerry Jones wants to sign Odell. It comes down to this. It it comes down to this. It comes down to this. Doc, is he good? No. Yeah, I don't care what Odell says. He's no, not. It's not. And he wasn't not. out there at the star running routes with Dak. You and, know what I'm saying? Um, it just doesn't. It doesn't line up anymore. It doesn't. So anyway, I'm done yeah, with Odell. Odell's, Odell's uh, injury recovery just didn't necessarily line up with he what he was in hoping. February. What he was hoping would happen, and he was hoping to establish you know some needs by some teams, and he actually did played everything right except. His knee didn't agree. His I tore my his ACL and meniscus in 2014. It's 2022, and I still wake up like, oh. And I'm not a professional athlete by any stretch, but Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, those things don't just go away. They don't. They just well, linger. I, mean, I, I wouldn't say they just go away, but the NFL, they you do a really You see guys good come job. back out of nowhere they do and play a good better. Job. I we understand. just talked about Godwin, and, you know, these guys, it's, it's crazy what they're able to do. And Odell as well. You know, it's like Odell has had injuries. He came back. Nobody expected him to play the way he did last year. No. Right? In any event, for more Odell coverage, you can head on over to mojo.com. Uh, you can follow us on all the social medias right now, Instagram, TikTok, and, of course, uh, the old Twitterverse, which, again, that blew up yesterday with all the stuff that was happening with Judge. And then you got the Odell stuff. Twitter's been a fun place lately. Go follow Mojo. Turn on your push notifications, guys. Yesterday, they have a claim to fame. They, they, Mojo was able to fluff their chest a little bit. Their news about Baker Mayfield broke before ESPN's. Yeah. How about that? You yeah. know, how about that? I we got, got people it, working got, behind the scenes. I got it scenes. from Mojo. Yeah, I got it from Mojo. So that's how you do it. Head on over to Mojo.com. Download the app right now on your trusty phone and hit the push, the notifications to make sure you get those alerts, and then you'll make your money. So do that. Do that responsibly. For Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, A5, Behind the Glass, here at Chop Studios, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Tomorrow, week number 14 begins with a banger of a matchup between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to build it. We'll try to build it even more. We'll tell you who to play for, to, uh, who to make plays for. Oh, with, uh, it'll be tomorrow. exciting time to see Baker. And he throws his third interception of the game. Take it back to the house. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.